0: was the last time you attended a slumber party with your girlfriends and discussed issues on your heart. If you're like me, it's been quite some time. Hi and welcome. My name is Belise Gerwitz and I welcome you to tonight's Mommy Jammies Night. This is a time for you and my friends from around the world to join us live. Put on a comfortable pair of pajamas, pull up a chair and settle in with your favorite refreshment and prepare to be blessed as I welcome tonight's guest. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome. I'm so glad to have you here tonight. I'm, uh, I've got a little bit of a special announcement before I bring our guest on, and that is uh, there is going to be a new host of Mommy Jammies Night, and that is going to be Gina Glenn. Uh, Gina is going to be taking over the reins in the new year. I have so loved hosting Mommy Jammies Night. It's actually one of my most fun events. But I have uh, so much on my plate right now. Um, We have launched a new network, an ultimate uh, Christian podcast network, as well as uh, managing this network. So I um, have quite a few things to do, and I will definitely uh, be here and listening in and joining you in the chat, um, but I will not be on the mic. So I wanted to let everybody know that. I had that in um, the newsletter, so Uh, So glad that um, I was able to announce it on Mommy Jammies Night. And uh, we have a very, very special guest tonight, and um, she goes by, I know her as Jennifer, but um, I I think a lot of it's because of her website. It's jenniferowhite.com, and I want to welcome you tonight, Jennifer.
1: Thank you, Felice. I'm excited to be with all of you ladies. I hope that you're in some comfortable jammies.
0: Yes, we are. We are. We've had some uh, really fun giveaways in the past and we even had monograms, Mom- Mommy Jenny's Night, uh, yeah. shirts that went out. It was really fun. I still have mine and, and, uh, super fun. But, uh, I met you, Jennifer, some years ago at a, um, HSLDA conference and, uh, you know, she, Jennifer, and we talk about you now as if you're not here, is a beautiful lady, and she is as sweet as she is beautiful. And um, like memories of me, of you to me are um, helping people, um, you know, with their their social media. And I think you did a couple a couple of talks that uh, weekend. But it was so nice to meet you. And uh, you have worn many hats, and uh, you are on an exciting venture now as. Um, an author, and uh, two, two books um, that are out. So tell us a little bit about those books, Jennifer.
1: Well, I have one traditionally published book called Prayers for New Brides, Putting on God's Armor After the Wedding Dress. And that book is designed to help new brides recognize that there really is a spiritual battle um, that every marriage faces and that we do end up in, in battles in marriage and the enemy is not our husbands. It's actually we have a spiritual enemy and a lot of us walk into marriage not recognizing that things are gonna be hard and if you're like me, I felt like I had all the love in the world, that I could do anything when it came to relationships and I just did not recognize how seriously opposed marriage would be by the enemy in my soul. And so My first marriage failed and my second marriage was um, rocky and I, it's a long story, but I cried out to Jesus for help, It's a very simple prayer that rose up from within me and he helped me so much. And so now I'm trying to help uh, new brides and really the book is for any bride who wants to see God do more in her marriage, Um, just helping them recognize the authority of God and what the Bible says about marriage and relationships and being a wife and how to pray God's word, how to, how to be armed for the spiritual battle. So that's what that book is about. And I've also created something called Marriage Armor for the Praying Bride, and that is um, helping wives pray through the Bible one little verse at a time, one sentence prayers at a time, to just surrender her life to the authority of God's word and to see the wow that God brings to her life when uh, and her marriage when she does that
0: wow well, I'm looking forward to, to seeing um your blog uh, and and uh checking that out, Jennifer. I looked at it a little bit and uh it has been a a um, blessing to many I'm sure, and you know you. i I think society just sets us up for for this with all of the you know. Happily ever after types of things, although some of the movies lately are not so happily ever after. Um, oh. po- you know, like the popular mm-hmm. ones, but but um, you know, it, it sets us up for that. You know, knight in shining armor is going to just come and everything is just going to be perfect, and uh, and it's it's not always that way, and we wonder, you know, hey, what's this? <laughs> what's going on? So I think that is a wonderful book, and I'm uh, sure it would be a great gift for any uh, new bride. Probably needs to be required reading for anyone <laughs> getting married. So i um, so happy you put that out. And tonight you are going to uh, share with us a wonderful uh, talk, Five Prayers for a Wow 2017. And I think it's very appropriate as we're recording, uh, this is the middle of December. And um, no matter when you're listening to this, I'm sure you're going to want to share it with a friend. So um, Jennifer, I'm going to sit back and I'll allow you to bless us with this talk.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much. And I'm excited to share this with you. I um, I love reading God's Word. It energizes me. And um, the way God has designed my brain is to read his word and see the prayers within what he's saying. So I see the promise and then my brain constructs a prayer from it. And so I want to walk you through um, some passages tonight and help both of us, all of us, to pray the things that God is already offering us. So you may be finishing up 2016 with a bit of amazement that God has been with you the whole time and remembering what he has done to show show you that he's with you and that he delights in the details of your life. And maybe this has been a really hard year and you're just ready for it to be over. You're ready for a fresh start and you're ready for something that feels more satisfying than what this year has felt. And what are wise. To want that, to expect greater things, to expect uh, things from God, we're even wiser to ask him for those things because he tells us in his word that we have not because we ask not. But tonight we're going to ask. He's our good shepherd and he has good plans for us and he's promised that we're not going to lack any good thing. So what we're going to do tonight is talk through five of the good, many good things that he has promised for us, and um, what I want to do is just help you embrace them with your heart and see them as possibilities for your life, and then talk to God about them just in a very simple conversation. So we're going to be looking at Ephesians 3, verses 14 through 20, and uh, these truths in this small little section of the Bible can skyrocket our satisfaction. In 2017 um, our satisfaction with God and living with him and so no matter what our circumstances are um, we may have the best year ever and we may have more trials than we know what to do with but we can be more satisfied in the next year than we were this year because of the things that God is offering us here in Ephesians 3 14 through 20 and the first thing he offers us is wonder and amazement Um Paul starts this off in verse 14 and 15. It says, when I think of all of this, I fall to my knees and I pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. And so what he's talking about here, the all of this that he's thinking about, is the fact that Jesus um, helped the Gentiles who had no chance of being the chosen people uh, and saved by God like the Israelites were, or the Jews were, he, Jesus made it so that the Gentiles could have everything that the Jews have. And what that tells us is, is that Jesus is the one who puts us in right standing when we have no way of getting there on our own, when we have maybe been born without the privileges or we have Um, lost the privileges on our own, rejected them on our own, or whatever choices, bad choices someone made for us or we've made for ourselves, Jesus is the one who can set us back on um, within God's favor. And so what we're seeing here, what we can pray here is, uh, Lord, I want to live in awe of who Jesus is to me and what he has accomplished for me. And when we can be captivated by who Jesus is and what he's done for us, when we can fix our eyes on Jesus, then we can have more peace and a better life than we would if we were not doing that because we are all tempted to keep our eyes focused on the circumstances. And our circumstances, if we focus on the flesh or on our our own, what we can do on our own, that leads us to destruction. That's what Romans 8, 6 says. But if we focus on the Spirit, if our mind follows what the Spirit says, that leads to life and peace, and that's what we want to do. And um, the Spirit speaks to us, our Holy Spirit speaks to us as we read His Word and as we draw the mirror to God. And one of the things in His Word that we find out in Second Corinthians twelve nine. Is that we actually get to come to Jesus and boast about our weaknesses. Paul is saying here that he has, he's the guy that has everything to brag about, but, but he can boast about his weakness because the, when he does, the power of Christ will come and rest on him there. What that means for me and what it means for you is that. I can be okay with the fact that I'm a human flawed human being and I am not enough. And I can say, hey, Jesus, I'm not enough in this one area, and I need your help. And Jesus will bring his power to rest on the stair. So you may have um, a lack in your ability to be patient maybe with your husband or with yourself or with your children. And the fruit of the Spirit is patience, that means that God is patient, and God is in us, and so he's patient with us, and he can empower us to be patient with someone else. And so I want to encourage you to pray that God would, by his Holy Spirit, help you to be in awe of who Jesus is, all that he brings to the table for you. The fact that he brought you to the table of God where you can have all that God offers. And we're going to have trials in 2017. There's no way we're going to escape it. None of us are going to skate through 2017 with a, with a win every moment. We're going to have some hard times, and the Bible promises that we're going to share in the tribulations of Jesus. So but we can rejoice in the fact that we'll they'll work out for our good. That's what we're promised. We can choose to rejoice in the fact that God will be with us and he will use that trial to display his love and his power for us. And with our prayer life, we can prepare now for the trials that may be coming in 2017 by praying for inner strength. And so we see in Ephesians 3.16, the Amplified version says, may he grant you, out of the riches of his glory to be strengthened and spiritually energized with his with power through his spirit and your inner self, meaning indwelling in your innermost being and your personality. The New Living translation says, I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength. So I'm so excited. I've been excited about this passage for years, and today I'm even more sure that this is what he's offering me and you, that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, the resurrection power of Jesus, is available to me, and it's available to you. So in 2017, when we face something that looks bigger than what we've ever done before or what we've ever come up against, or harder than we expected it to be, we can say, Jesus, please strengthen and energize me. Energize my personality. Strengthen me with your power so that I can be more than who I am today, so that I can be the best version of me. So where did you lack strength in 2016? Was it your faith? Was it your ability to love someone who is uh, not being nice to you, not loving you in return? And how could inner strength, that same power that raised Jesus from the dead, improve 2017 for you? Maybe it could give you the strength to forgive and maybe uh, to overlook in a offense. And maybe it's the strength to do life and to do marriage differently than how it was modeled for you. Maybe it's to parent differently than how your parent parented. Maybe it's the strength to let God be your father and to model all of those things for you and to supersede what you learned at home. The resources of heaven are unlimited. I love that wording in the New Living Translation. Glorious unlimited resources. That is big. The heaven has unlimited resources, unlimited wealth, unlimited strength for me so that I don't have to fear or lack that I am not going to be strong enough for what 2017 holds for me. I can walk into it knowing that Jesus is with me to provide all that heaven has for me to do what is ahead of me. That's exciting. I don't have to be afraid. I can walk into that to this next year knowing that heaven is prepared to energize my mind, my body, my relationship. And heaven can cause you to be joyful in the midst of every single day of 2017. Heaven is ready to strengthen me and strengthen you and our ability to believe that God is who he says he is and that he can do what he says he can do in Ephesians 3.17 the very first part of it it says um, then Christ will make his home in your heart as you trust in him or the Amplified says it this way so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through your faith so trust and faith that is our third uh, big win for 2017 if we can have more faith What could 2017 look like for us? Where did you lack faith this year? What did you struggle believing that God would do for you and believing that God could change things um, in your, maybe in your marriage, maybe with one of your children, maybe in your finances? Jesus is the author and the perfecter of our faith. So if we lack faith, he's the one who fixes that lack he's the sufficiency for us so he helps us to believe that what the Bible says is true and he helps us resist the fears of what the world is saying is true remember if we look at the flesh or what the world says is true then that's going to lead to destruction, we're going to make some self-protective un- unwise, unbiblical decisions that we follow the world and that takes us outside of the protection of God. But if we can trust him and not be afraid, not have the fear of not having enough money or enough time or enough love or enough respect, we can honor God with our faith. It says that uh, faith is our victory in the Bible, and it says that the work of the one as a Christian, is to believe. That's our work, is to believe. And if we have trouble believing, all we have to do is ask him to make us more believing. So our prayer in this section, um, our third prayer, is, Lord, fill me with faith in who you are and what you can do so that I am unhindered by fear. So imagine living 2016 over again without the fear. How much more joy, how much more energy would you have had? I would have had a lot more joy, a lot more energy, and I surely would have tried a lot more things. I would have been a lot uh, more uh, believing in myself and believing that God would be right there to give me the word to say. And imagine, okay, in 2017 knowing and trusting that Jesus is enough and he makes you enough. So how would this change your interactions at home? How would that change your interactions with your husband, with your children, with your mother-in-law, with um, the person who you need to pay a big chunk of money to, um, with your pastor, with your friends? How would having more faith change that? Um, How would it change your your freedom to pray with people um, more, maybe even in public. How would having more faith change your um, habits and what you did when you showed up to that difficult person that you have to see every now and then? I'm learning, thanks to God, to... um, There are certain people that uh, drain, have a tendency to drain me when I'm around them, so I'm learning to pray before I walk in the door at their house. I'm learning to pray when I see their name on my caller ID and ask for God's help. And he strengthens me. And he, because I believed and I asked, then I've opened the door for him to uh, come in with those unlimited resources and be my sufficiency, to be the patience that I need, to, to be the truth teller that I need to be, to be the kindness that I need to show. So now let's look at Ephesians three seventeen, the end of 17 all the way through 19. This is a big one. This is um, the experience of God's love. So it says, your roots will go down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully, and then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. So, and that's the New Living Translation. The Amplified uses the word uh, deeply rooted and securely grounded in his love. It also says, um, We're looking at a personal experience of the love of Christ, not just head knowledge, not just I know I can repeat that God loves me and that God loves you, but a knowing and experience something happening, and, and in your spirit you hear, God loves me. That happened because God loves me, or I think... I, this it took me a while to get to the part to get to the place where I began to believe that God really did love me. I could say it my whole life, but believing it is a whole different thing. And sometimes it takes some major trials and some major desperation for you to ask to to pray and ask God for what you don't have and and. He, he knows what you really need when you're asking for one thing. He knows that perhaps what you really need to know is that you are loved because right here it says that it causes us to be deeply rooted, securely grounded, in other words, established by the experience of his love. And what would happen, ladies, if we, are, if, we if me and you are more established For me, it means that when something is said to me that hurts my feelings, that I could choose to feel rejected by that person if I depended on that person to tell me who I am. But if I feel completely loved by God and I can comprehend that he loves me even though he knows that I'm going to make mistakes and have made big ones, if I can base my worth on that then I don't feel so rejected when someone else says something to me because I'm already established by what God thinks of me and that is a very personal, personal, personal thing that I'm praying that each one of us will dig into a little deeper this year, that God, that we would ask him to show us His version of love, and that we would not compare God's love to the love that someone in our life has given us. Because we'll really miss God if we expect His love to look like our mother's love, or our father's love, or our husband's love, or that person that you're thinking of right now. If we look at the flesh, for love that is going to lead destruction but if we look to God and experience this love deep within our hearts the fact that he chose us if, if we want to not feel rejected in 2017 we can look at the fact that Christmas means Christ chose to be with us. He is Emmanuel he is God with us. He's a king who left his throne, who left all of the privileges of heaven to come live a simple life on earth where he had lack and need, where he didn't have a home during his ministry, where he, he had the same problems all of us deal with. He did that because he loved us and he wanted. he decided that heaven would be better if we were there. So that is the very opposite of being rejected. And when that, we know that, that solidifies our personality and causes us to be strong in those times that the enemy could try to take us down. So I want you to think a little bit about love in, in terms of God's love as also not being necessarily just a feeling He has for us, but actually an action. So. We have to look at his nature and the promises of God. So if love is an action, if God equals love and love is his action toward us, his nature toward us, then we know love provides. And the Bible tells us that all my needs are met in Christ Jesus. So love provides. God provides for me. And it says that um, love is present because he is our very present help In times of trouble So our God Is love and he is present Love is present with you Love protects you He's our shield and he's our defender And so your shield And your defender loves you And desires to protect you Love has no Need to fear it casts out Fear it defeats fear And love establishes You as a woman Love makes us bold as lions It makes bold choices like Daniel made when he was worshiping God, and it sent him to the the lion's den. That choice sent him to the lion's den, but he boldly made that choice anyway. So women who do not shrink back into old habits of self-protection that often include isolation and manipulation, we don't have to do that when we know that we are loved and chosen and protected by God. Love lays down its life. It gives up. Love has self-denial in it. The same way that Jesus, our perfect bridegroom, chose to marry an imperfect bride. He's the love that's always been faithful to you. And he willingly gave up everything, knowing that we would fail at being faithful to him. And so he strengthens us to be that love in our relationship with our husband in our relationship with our children, we can withstand acts of faithlessness because the faithful one is always being faithful to us. So imagine the last 12 months of your life without the nagging thought of, does he really love me? Does he get me? Does he appreciate me? Does he want to be with me? Or maybe it's your children. Do they, are they ever going to appreciate what I'm giving up for them right now? Are they ever going to know what this is costing me to be a homeschool mom? When Jesus and his love establishes us, when God and who he is to us and what he can do for us, when when we are just rooted and grounded in that information, it can make all the difference. So, our prayer, our number four prayer for a while, 2017, is Lord, let me experience more of your love. Let it establish me. Let it completely—I'm sorry. Let it complete me. And <laughs> I got my tongue tangled there. So number five is um, we're gonna look at Ephesians 3:20, and y'all, this is one of my favorite verses. It says, "Now all glory to God who is able through His mighty power at work within us to accomplish." infinitely more than we can ask or think. So in 2017, we can accomplish more, not because we have to be more productive or more efficient or think about how to do twice as much as we did in 2016, but because the God who is able, the God who has resurrection power lives within us to make us strong, to energize us, to help us experience his love, to be the sufficiency that we need, to help us have more faith in him. He can accomplish more in your 24 hours and even your six hours than you think you can accomplish. And what we can do in 2017 that can invite this, accomplishing more is pray more because if we come away with him to experience his love, to be still with our hands free and our eyes free, if we can spend a little less time being productive in this world and sit before the one who holds the world together and allow him to speak to our hearts, allow him to tell us, the best way to do what we're about to do that day or the best way to pray for what's coming in the next few weeks, months, or year, then we will be stronger than we have ever imagined and we will possibly do braver things than we could have ever thought we would do. We may be insufficient, but not with God because he's the one who is able, right? Nothing is impossible with him. What is impossible with men and impossible with women is very possible with God. And God's chosen us. He's chosen me. He's chosen me to work within us. That's what that verse says His mighty power to work within us for His glory and to do what? More than we can ask or imagine. So. I love the part of the verse, the ask for imagine part, because I have this very creative mind, and I can think of a lot of things that God can do for us, that God can do um, in the situation. And I love to pray those things. I love to imagine that if I look at this um, intersection and I pray, Lord, I don't ever want there to be another wreck at this intersection. Please protect this intersection. And that's a creative thought. That seems silly, but if I can think it, he can do it, and he can do more than that. That's what this verse is saying. If if we can think it, if we can think to ask him for it, he's already thought of it and something far greater. So it's our privilege as praying women to come before him and say, you are so wow. This is my need, and I know you can meet it. And I have a few doubts about if you'll need it. But I I need you to help me not doubt and help me pray. Help me pray about this. Help me see what you can do. Show me how to pray and then use me to do it. He is the God who used a shepherd boy to kill a giant. So what can he do with you? He used an unwed teenage virgin. To bring the Savior of the world onto this earth. So, what can he do with you? He used Peter's shadow to actually heal people. So, what can he do with you in 2017? He used one young boy's lunch to feed thousands of people. So, what can he do with you? What can he do with your marriage? What can he do? With your family what can your family accomplish this year what will God accomplish through your family I'm here to tell you that he can do amazing things he has done it with my life I was a person who chose divorce in my first marriage I divorced a minister and I went into my second marriage still lacking faith in God I started having thoughts about this marriage might not make it. I was afraid, but I was also afraid to get another divorce. And when I cried out to the Lord, help me, Jesus, he took that little bit of humility, that little bit of surrender, and he brought his more than I could ask or imagine to my life. And everything he brought to me to help me had to do with his word. It was Learning his word, believing his word, praying his word, acting on his word, all of those things were critical components of my saved marriage, my second marriage being saved, being different than what it could have been. And I used to be the person that my friends would come to and and talk to because they thought that I would say, yes, you should leave your husband because that's terrible, and now I am the person that can encourage you and encourage young brides to stay married, to believe God, to pray for miracles because he is a wonder-working God. He can fill our minds with all of the things that he can do. He can direct our prayers. He can increase our faith. He can strengthen our ability to believe all things and endure all things. He is an incredible God, and he has incredible plans for me and for you in 2017. And I just want you to spend some time thinking about that. So our prayer for this last verse is, God, I, can, I believe you can use me to do more than I can imagine. Help me overcome my doubts. Use me to reveal yourself to my husband, to my family and to people beyond our family and our community. So I'm going to summarize these for you real quick. In Ephesians 3, 14 through 20, we find that the good news is that we are wowed by God, and our prayer is, Lord, I want to live in awe of who Jesus is to me and what he has accomplished for me. We see that He makes us stronger, that He gives us unlimited, He has unlimited resources to strengthen us. So our prayer is strengthen and energize me, Jesus. Let your resurrection power invade every part of my life, including my health, my relationships, and my thoughts. And we see that He offers us more faith, which makes us fearless. So our prayer is, Lord, fill me with faith in who you are and what you can do so that I am unhindered by by fear in 2017. And we find that we can be secure, not insecure, but secure, and we can be established. We cannot be toppled over by the things people do or say to us, by the things that come our way that we weren't expecting. And our prayer is, Lord, let me experience more of your love. Let it establish me. Let it complete me. And number five, God can accomplish more with your life than you have imagined. And our prayer is this, God, I believe you can use me to do more than I can imagine. Help me overcome my doubts. Use me to reveal yourself to my husband, my family, and beyond. So I want to pray for you real quick, and then, Felice, I'll be through Lord, I come to you in Jesus' name. I thank you that you know every detail about the listener's life. You know every detail in their family. You know what's working, and you know what hasn't been working. You know what their needs are. You're the one who is able to give each one of them, the wisdom that they need, the faith that they need, the strength that they need, the wonder that they need, you are the one who can accomplish more than they have ever imagined. So I'm asking you to fill them with a the faith in who you are and what you can do to help them pray your promises, to help them humble themselves before you resist trying to do 2017 on their own and to watch you do more than they can ask or imagine. I just bless them in the mighty name of Jesus. I bless them with the treasure that you have ready to pour out into their lives. I bless them with health. You are the healer. I bless them with provision, with the money that they need, with the time and the resources that they need, with the connections that they need. And I bless them with hope. Lord, I thank you that you are their anchor, their hope. You are the one who tells them the secret things that they need to hear from you, to hold on, to dream bigger, to wait longer. And I pray that you would give them the ability to do those things. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: Wow, I'm ready for the new year now, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Great, that was wonderful, wonderful. We've got some comments in the chat room, and one I um, I want to read, and I'm just not going to use any names. But uh, she she I asked anyone if they had questions, and she said no questions. Just want to thank Gina for getting me involved in this group. I am not extremely religious, but listening uh, to these last months helps me to see a positive light. So. Uh, we want to thank you for coming, and um, I think uh, Jennifer has some wonderful scripture verses to ponder there, and I think they're wonderful, and uh, Trisha has been a long time, oops, mentioned your name, Trish, sorry, <laughs> uh, I feel like I know these girls, because they've been coming for, for years now, but um, anyway, she's doing well, and she said, um, she's gone through some things, and she goes, um I've come through some fires, but God is good. And I said, I second everything said here. So, um, so praise God, you know, uh, I think you had some wonderful things. And, and the one question I had, um, you already, uh, answered. And that was, could you, um, repeat some of the scriptures, which you did. And I wrote down, uh, some of them and they'll be in the show notes. Um, and, Uh, The other other question here is, um, where can they find your book, Jennifer?
1: Um, You can get my book on my website, jenniferowhite.com. It's also at amazon.com and christianbook.com.
0: Okay, wonderful. And any future plans to write more?
1: Oh, yes. I've got some more things that I'm planning to uh, write for 2017, and I've also started a greeting card line. Um, they're prayers that um, you can send to someone who needs to uh, believe that God is with them to do more than they can ask or imagine. So I'd love for you to check those out. there on my website as well.
0: Wonderful. And, okay, so now we've got a question. Okay, Gina said the greeting cards are lovely. She's already checked them out.
1: Good. <laughs> okay, uh, thanks.
0: And and they can find that at the uh, jenniferowhite.com dot site. Is right. that right? Okay, that's wonderful. right.
1: They're in my shop.
0: What a great great idea. That's that's hey. beautiful. Wonderful. Well, so glad to connect with you again um, after all these years. And yes. what a amazing uh, blessing you are. Um, what a wonderful and powerful testimony. No wonder there was trouble getting on the line to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, these kinds of things happen, and uh, I always know that it's going to be a wonderful presentation, and it was. So thanks again, Jennifer. I really appreciate you coming on and spending time with us. And um, girls, uh, reach out and uh, message Jennifer. You know, go um, visit her Facebook page and definitely visit her website and her blog. Uh, thanks again, Jennifer. God bless. And take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. I'm so happy you came to Mommy Jammies Night. Please drop my guests a line and let them know how thankful you are that they gave their time. And follow up with me on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network Facebook page or via email. God's blessings upon you and your family. Thanks for joining us.